The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Well, now it's time for our Monday expert, and today it's Brian McIntyre, Program Manager, High Performance Building Technologies and Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, the SEAI. Brian, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now, um, you want everyone to retrofit and get their energy rating, their BER, up to B2 if possible. Yeah, exactly. What would B2 mean? Uh, Typically, B2 would be you'd improve your wall insulation, uh, your roof insulation, or it would be be a higher standard than, say, houses built maybe 20 years ago. What would it save me in energy every year? I mean, as a percentage, because different house sizes and so on. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to quantify that based on, on how you use heat. Say if you're for people working from home, for example, they might use heat and then electricity a lot longer. Um, but I suppose fundamentally it's about right, reducing your bills, but making your house much more comfortable to live in. Because if you have a well-insulated house, you're keeping heat in the house for a lot longer. And it just it's for comfort levels and investment in, in your house. Now, the the key elements, uh, obviously, you start with the basics, your, your cylinder, you lag yourself. Yeah. You haven't done that, you're crazy. You should yeah. have done that long since. It, it's fairly straightforward to do because, like, I know everyone loves a hot press. You can still have a certain amount of hot, but you just you want to retain heat for a lot longer to keep your water hot um, to go through your house and to use hot water um, because you don't want to keep using energy to, to keep that water hot. Okay, so the uh, house, if it's a house, has uh, four sides and it has a top and a bottom. Yeah. Um, the roof insulation, you can probably do attic insulation fairly easily. Yeah, that would be the most straightforward one. It's the first thing we always think of. Like if you think of people that are cold, they put a hat on your head to keep the heat inside. And it's the same idea. You want to keep the, house, the heat inside in the house. And because heat rises, that uh, roof insulation can be a very effective way of doing it. Yeah. Now, do you insulate the roof itself, you know, b- b- between the timbers? Uh, or do you insulate, if you like, on top of the ceiling? Yeah, if if you don't use your attic for anything, if it's not a lived-in space, you would insulate that ceiling, like so on the on the, the floor of the attic space, because you want to keep the heat down below that. Uh, so you you heat as close to the the heated area as you can. If people are are building into the attic, if they're in a, an attic room in there, you'd heat up between the rafters, kind of on the slope. Okay, then the four walls. Uh, yeah. what can you do? I mean, retrofitting often uh, it means making your rooms smaller inside if you insulate from the inside. And if you try to wrap the house, well, you know, the the front of the house or the rear of the house may not be appropriate to being wrapped. Exactly. It, it can vary from house to house. Like if you have a house built for maybe the 70s on, um, it could have a cavity wall. And that's the most straightforward one where you can pump insulation to the cavity. Um, there are situations where you may have to insulate internally, uh, say for certain types of houses, or if you can't change the appearance of the front of the house, you might have to insulate internally, um, and then externally, like you said, to, to wrap the house. There are limitations. You can work around those. If you can't change the facade of the front of the house, you can do it internally there and wrap the rest of the house. What about the floor? The ground floor? It's it's one you typically most people won't do unless they're doing a, a bigger renovation, they're doing a big piece of work and completely overhauling the house. Say, for example, if you've bought a house and you're moving into it, and this is like a do this once and improve the house. Maybe people want to put in underfloor heating in their house and they'll dig up the floor. It's not something people typically would do in a retrofit unless maybe they had a suspended timber floor where you might be able to lift the floorboards and put insulation between the floorboards underneath and yep. put that down. So heat loss through the floor, how significant is that? Again, it's it's probably not that significant. I think diagrams would typically say about 10%. It's probably less than that depending if, if you think about heat tends to go from a warmer area to colder area and if you've got like soil underneath it that's usually about four or five degrees and through a concrete floor you're not going to lose a huge amount through there um okay leaks and fireplaces 
Fireplaces are a tricky one. We're trying to move away from fireplaces for, for a couple of reasons. Like if for every, say, four bales of briquettes, for example, that you put into your into your fire, you're only getting the heat from one. You're only it's, they're only about 20, 25 percent efficient. And the rest of the heat is going up through the chimney. And as well, it's a lot of heat. Get, and the way the chimney operates, you're drawing air from the room up through it. Um, it can make the, the room a lot, lot cooler and a lot of drafty. So we're trying to move away from those. Use things like, for example, an improvement would be like a, a stove, wood bring stove. But fundamentally, we're trying to move towards sustainable, more efficient, more sustainable. Methods but if you have fireplaces in your house, for example, and many uh, houses, even as recently as the 1980s, would have maybe a couple of fireplaces. Yeah. Um, do they lose a lot of heat just by being open to the sky? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the heat is drawn out through the, the, the chimney from a room. If the room is warm and if you're not using the fireplace, for example, if you have a central heating system and you've got radiators on, a lot of that heat is being drawn up through the, the chimney. Now, the questions are coming in thick and fast. Why is there no grant available for homeowners who need to replace their heat pump, which has reached the end of its life? SEAI have told me I would need to install an oil boiler, boiler and then receive a grant to replace that. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I think the grants are there to put in uh, existing heat pumps, but that's uh, that's something I need to consider. All right, it's interesting. How? Why would a heat pump reach the end of its life? Would it be just the motor, the pump wears could, out? Or yeah, in in some cases, if if a heat pump is being put into a house where it's not really all that suitable suitable for it, and it's having to work, there's a lot of heat loss in the house. It's older, yeah. and it's not well insulated. The compressor and the heat pump is working harder and harder and harder, yeah. so it just shortens the life. Some people have complained to us that they get very large bills for their heat pumps electricity bills and they're wondering was it worth it? It, it? it is a question that's come up a lot recently um, I suppose fundamentally the things about heat pumps are they're much more sustainable they're really really efficient they're three or four times more efficient than your typical gas or oil boiler but the way the prices have gone up in electricity the last say 18-24 months has, has really put had an impact on the running cost of them but I suppose fundamentally the thing is Two years ago, that would have been very different. The prices would have been third what they are now. Uh, it's a snapshot in time. And I suppose we were taking a longer term view of the future of like how, to, how efficient it is and how sustainable it is. I won't be going for a B2 rating, although I was very enthusiastic initially. After a quote of 64,000 to get B2, I pointed out that I already had dry lining installed 10 years ago, but was uncertified. My windows were of higher standard than the BER assessor quantified. I cannot afford 64K. After some discussion with the contractors, they came up with a quote of 24K. However, I could not risk the next BER assessor not allowing for the dry lining, even though it can be seen at various points. I'm not running the risk of getting any grants and going into debt to achieve B2. Um, my house is 45 years old and like my neighbours, it's unlikely at age 69 we will try to do a B2 level of retrofit. I will do the basics, attic insulation, but we'd rather burn oil and gas to stay warm and have a nice lifestyle. Why is there no individual grant for composite doors? That's a lot of stuff from Eric there. Yeah, I suppose that, that is a, an issue with the, the BR system. If you don't have documents to support what the, the what was put into your walls for example or what the, the windows were what they do is they use a default value so they might end up being poorer than, than what it was so um, the doors I, I suppose looking at the cost benefit of improving doors like the, to improve a door what fundamental difference is it going to make to your bills it might not make a huge difference so for using state money to improve doors may not make sense We were promised a B2 rating when we got the house retrofitted but now the BER assessor has told us it's a C it's disappointing as we invested about 23k ourselves. Is there anything we can do? You better explain about B or assessors because they're not there with all their instruments and, uh, you know, they go along and they say, oh, your windows are this, tick. Uh, your door is that, tick. Uh, you've got a fireplace, tick. 
it's very subjective. It's not really scientific, is it, in many cases? It's Well, they, they have two options. If you have, say, for Windows, for example, if you've got documents that you might have been given by your Windows supplier, they'll use that value for the, the level of heat loss through those windows. But, you know, they're not really scientists. They're box tickers, aren't they, in, um, in reaching their calculation? Well, it's not always all that straightforward in terms of putting in the inputs, but a lot of BR assessors would have that understanding of building physics and why you'd be able to give a better advice. But in terms of filling in the BR, it has to be accurate. And if they don't Do they have, bring those instruments showing heat loss? Well, they don't measure heat loss on site. Well, why not? I ask myself this all the time. There is a device you can do. You can point it at the house. You can see the cold spots, the warm spots and so on. You can do it. It, it can be done. But the thing is, with any of those, the U-value measurements of, of walls using monitors, you'd have to do them for at least three days. It's not just the thermal imaging. Yeah, but you could spot the cold, you know, where... You can, the, no, they're the, brilliant. The thermal imaging is brilliant yeah. for spotting weak spots, yeah. Um, is there any support for individuals who want to insulate their own attic? Yep, absolutely. Our, our individual energy upgrades, they have a grant there that was increased uh, up to it's of the order of about €1,000, I think, um, last February. Is there a grant to replace windows and exterior doors? Um, there isn't. Only th- Well, through the one-stop shop, you can do those. And in terms of individual grants, there isn't. Okay, um, but uh, to replace your door, if you have a old leaky door, you can get some sort of a grant? Uh, no, there's no grant for individual for doors. Door. Yeah. Okay, uh, but for windows? Um, no, that would be through the, the one-stop shop as well. It's not for, indiv- there's no individual. Oh, you have to for, do for everything, windows. in other words. It, it's for people, if you're going through the one-stop shop to get it from an E or an F or G, essentially up to a B. Um, how do I know a good company completing the works? I've had three different quotes that vary widely for external insulation. One company told me not to bother with it and get the roof insulated instead. Um, I, I Usually the, the contractors we use are registered with us uh, through the SEI website. Uh, I just say chop around. Um, I don't know why a company would say suggest not getting your walls done into the attic, but uh, it's definitely worth chopping around and seeing what the prices are because they're fundamentally using the same things. Um, ask your guest, how did they test your BER? My parents got attic insulation and they put roof vents in the roof, but the installer also put roof vents in the walls and now the house is very drafty. Um, well, there is a building regulations requirement to have ventilation in the house because the last thing you want to do is have stale air in the house. The, um, so so it doesn't defeat the purpose. And I understand why. You don't want the house to be tight as a drum yeah. unless you've got air exchange technology built into the house. Yeah. Well, so you have people, to have yeah. some sort of flow through the house. Yeah. No, absolutely it would make sense to be using, say, mechanical heat recovery like you're talking about. But some people just have vents in, in the walls to provide fresh air coming into the house to make sure yeah. that there's good indoor air quality. Because if you don't have vents... You can end up with a lot of indoor air pollutants and build up with things like radon. And you can, have, and you can also have mould and things like that. Yeah, if you're, exactly. Uh, with the, 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 everyone breathing out is breathing out uh, yeah. something that might lead to condensation. Uh, the grant for a derelict house is up to 50k. Can Brian discuss the requirements to qualify for this? Yeah, I, I don't know the exact details in terms of derelict uh, homes. I think that's for, through Department of Housing. It is the, the yeah. Department of Housing. But, but yeah, the, the grants, the individual or the energy upgrade grants would be, can be used in conjunction with those. As well? Yeah. So you get the 50k to do the basic structure or whatever. Exactly, and then, yeah. Okay. Um, ha, ask your expert, how do the grants apply if you're adding a new extension along with conducting a deep retrofit of the original part of the building? For example, can the installation of a heat pump be funded if it services both parts of the building? Uh, well, the grants are to upgrade uh, or to retrofit or upgrade the, the existing heating system. So there shouldn't be an issue if you're providing for uh, an existing house. Okay, so if you have a gas boiler or an oil boiler and you're replacing it, yeah, 
it, it does it really matter what you're trying to heat? No, you just want to heat the space. Like you're, it's to to upgrade your gas boiler or an oil boiler to a heat pump. That absolutely allowed. I was quoted forty one k for external insulation three weeks after the grant increased. My sister had the exact same area done one month before the grant increase and was charged twenty two k. Absolute rip off. That's from Anna. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely. I'd recommend people shop around. It, it can happen. Um, I, I'm but, not but sure. But if you get complaints about a contractor A and B and C and G and all that, do you do anything about? It? Do you strike them off? We can, well, we have uh, facilities dealing with with contractors that are deemed to be operating uh, outside the scheme rules. So I mean, if people have a complaint, they can certainly contact us about that. No, but have you struck people off? Well, we we deal with the people that are recommending. Uh, registered contractors uh, but it, it does we'd have to investigate what, what's actually happened um, Ask your guest whether planning permission is required for the installation of solar panels on roof and the side walls of a house that's from Nora uh, On the roof it definitely isn't that was removed uh, a few months back yeah, that the, can, the exemption was removed But the side walls I don't think that that shouldn't be an issue I don't think that was affected um, but I, I don't think that'd be an issue um, In terms of uh, solar panels on the roof uh, how much of a contribution do they make towards uh, sorting out your energy problems? Um, it can be up to say four or five hundred euros a year it, and again like for people working from home that can really utilise that that energy yeah. is generated during the day like that that's where you get the real savings it's how much you can utilise um, Is there a grant for EV charging? There is I think it's about 600 euros to get an EV charger Okay so if you put your solar panels on the roof and an EV charger and you're fueling an electric car Yeah It could be quite significant Yeah absolutely all right. Um, so many questions. We could keep you here all week. Brian, thank you very much uh, for joining us. That's Brian McIntyre, uh, who is the expert from the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland. And that's all we have time for. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.